Welcome to Financial R&R, a show dedicated to financial insurance and risk management solutions and trends shaping the market today. Here are your hosts, Ron Boris and Ryan Farnsworth. Welcome, everyone. I'm Ron Boris. I'm here with Ryan Farnsworth, and this is the Financial R&R. We're really excited. This episode, we have two of our newest colleagues, Dan Barry and, and Maggie Julesis. Dan joined us probably late last year, and, and his purpose of being here, for lack of a better term, is to really help Alliant grow and build out our venture capital and private equity business. Maggie's the newer member of the duo. She just joined us this week, so wanted to welcome you all officially to Alliant, and, and what better way to do that than as guests on the financial R&R, right, Ry? There really is no better way. It's true. Dan and Maggie, it's great to have you with us. It's a further continuation of Alliance focus on helping our clients find that more rewarding way to manage risk because as a specialty broker, our primary focus is to deliver the best people and the best resources to specific industries through specialized products. There's no one better that we've worked with on the underwriting side through the private equity and venture cap space than Maggie over the past several years. And it's been a thrill to welcome Dan to the team and have him be a part of the team for the last several weeks. And I'll kick it off just as Dan, you're the experienced veteran here between you two at Alliant. What is it that attracted you to Alliant and what has your experience been thus far? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the primary things, Ryan, that I was most interested in was just the scalability and the size of the platform, frankly, and what that could offer to my clients. The complexity of venture capital has changed drastically in the last decade or so, and particularly in you know the claims environment. And I really wanted some resourcing capable of tackling not only the general partner liability, but the things that are kind of coming down the pike with cyber and particularly crime for those insureds. I've always enjoyed the kind of entrepreneurial spirit. I think that's just kind of innate in me. And I love that the firm is majority owned by the employee base. I think that really goes to creating an environment where folks are just getting after it and doing what's best for the client and trying to grow the firm as a whole. Lastly, I think one of the bigger things that was most interesting is everybody still does stuff around here. Even our most senior leadership is still working with clients directly. And I've just found, you know, if management separates themselves too far from the battlefield, if you will, they lose a little bit of touch on what's going on on the front lines. And that's something that just doesn't happen here. I mean, all the way from the top down, people are still working directly with clients. Yeah, that, that's awesome, Dan. And as a former veteran, again, thank you for your service. I love the reference to the battlefield because certainly uh, that's sometimes how the insurance landscape feels these days. We know both from the carrier side and on the brokerage side, it's a highly competitive environment. We just had our kickoff meeting for financial institutions earlier this week. And while I I loved sort of all of the sessions that we had, one of the ones that resonated with me the most was we had three clients on a client panel and we asked them a bunch of questions to speak to our brokers. And some of the recurring themes that they really enjoyed hearing was our culture, right? We have a different kind of culture. We really like each other. (laughs) We really like to work with one another. To your point earlier, it doesn't matter if you're the head of the group or one of the new folks that just started in the business. People really are are interested in rolling up their sleeves and doing what they need to do to support each other with the goal of providing just great service to clients. So, you know, that, that was something that came up unanimously across all three clients that spoke with us. The other one was continuity. We all know how frustrating it is for customers when they have to constantly deal with new people. We really are proud of the fact that given our culture, we've done such a great job of just retaining our people 
We are definitely a firm that rewards people for the value that they bring to the organization. It's just really nice to hear your perspective, given the amount of time that you've spent in this industry and, and obviously what's been your experience over your first, what it called, are you even in your first 90 days? First, uh, I think 65 days, Ron, but if you minus out Christmas and New Year's, it's a little shorter than that. Your comments, I, I think, you know, the, the ability of the firm to be as nimble as it is at the size that it is, is incredible to me. And I think what, you know, your commentary around everybody rolling their sleeves up is indicative of that kind of culture. Like without that, I think you, it's like turning a battleship where this very much feels like a race car, but it's, it's a big one. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we don't always feel like you get it right when it comes to people. People is a, it's a very tricky thing to do when you're out there recruiting, but Maggie already did her first policy review on her first day here. <laughs> so talk about culture and rolling up your sleeves. I mean, literally the, the woman hadn't even finished her onboarding package. And by the end of her first day, I have a detailed sort of analysis of a high profile client that we're currently going after. So Maggie, welcome officially to Alliant. You've now come to the dark side, as some might call it, right? You spent 10 years as an underwriter at one of the leading companies in this industry. So yeah, we're really happy to have you here. So maybe you can just talk a little bit about what was the things that drove you not only to the brokerage side, but but to Alliant. Yeah, thanks for having me. It honestly happened a lot faster than I ever expected it to in, in terms of coming from the underwriting side to the brokerage side. But a big part of it, it is obviously Dan and Alliant. I think one of the benefits that I've had in my career thus far is working for just really good people. And I've found that that holds true at Alliant and worked with Dan for the better part of the last decade on the underwriting side. And, and we've had a great relationship and I've worked with Ryan for a very, very long time on the underwriting side as well. Ron, we haven't worked as much together, but obviously we're, we're getting into it thus far in the first five days. But the people is what drew me to Alliance specifically. And I think the opportunity to work with Dan, who has such a broad client base within the venture capital community and who has who's such good experience as far as the production side of things. All of those things are, are really important to me as far as coming over to the brokerage side. I think being able to work on a product that I know really well is another thing that I'm, I was really excited about and coming over here. And I think being able to utilize everything I had on the underwriting side without actually having to underwrite is, is also something that I'm, I'm excited to do too. Well, we're really excited to have you, Maggie, and it's been a pleasure working with you for so many years. And and now to truly call you a colleague will be an awesome time. And as industry experts, I think one of the key things that we'd love to hear from you as as you get started here at Alliant is what you feel the biggest hurdles or risks are for venture capital clients in particular. Love to really get your feedback and insight on that topic. Maybe Dan first and then Maggie afterwards. Yeah, I, I just think the the higher degree of regulatory scrutiny that we continue to see in this industry class in particular is only going to you know get more rigorous over time. When I first started, and I know you know, Ryan, you've heard me say this a couple of times. The SEC, particularly if you're an exempt reporting advisor, largely ignored venture capital. I mean, I don't think they had a good understanding of it and they had other things to focus on. Even some of the kind of registered advisors that were more venture capital focused, you know, maybe they had to register because of secondaries in their portfolio or something. You know, even those folks, maybe they heard from them once every four or five years on a presence exam, but it's pretty short. The FTC was never in kind of the the lexicon of the venture capital community. 
And, you know, we didn't have any Web3. There was no Bitcoin. There's no cyber kind of focus. So I do think that there's going to just be, in general, a higher degree of regulatory scrutiny over the next, call it five to seven years for venture capital in particular. I think, you know, most of our private equity buyout friends have gotten used to that. I, I think it's a new thing that will continue to put more and more pressure on the community. And so, you know, that's something that we just had a high degree of focus on over the last, you know, handful of years. And it's something that I want to make sure the platform is prepared for proactively rather than reactively over the next decade. Yeah, no, that's, uh, those are, those are great points, Dan. And, and I know one of the things you've also recognized very early on in your time here is our vast claims group, right? Led by Steve Chappelle. Steve's been a frequent guest on the financial R&R. When we recruited Steve here a few years ago, we knew that if we wanted to be a leader in this space, we needed to have a, a really top-notch claims team. And think early on, you've gotten that experience with Steve and, and some of the folks that work with Steve. And, you know, listen, as I like to say to folks, right, the insurance policy, you need to get it right. You need to get the pricing right. But where the rubber really meets the road is when you have one of those types of events, whether it's a regulatory investigation or, or some other type of matter, uh, having a group of dedicated people who can really focus on the service, the communication, and all the things that go into successful claims handling. I think that's just really, really important. Yeah, the bifurcated structure to me, not to give away too much of the Alliance secret sauce, was you know one of the biggest things that attracted me to the firm, candidly, Ron. I mean, having senior JD folks on staff that are out there actively advocating for the client and overlaying the policy language to the claim and kind of combating some of those arguments that come from insurance monitoring council, and then also having you know a group that's capable of managing the day-to-day -day and separating those two out and letting those JD folks do their highest and best work, and then having another crew that's following up for invoice payment and all of that good stuff. I mean, those are things that, you know, frankly, in the first 15 days, I saw in real time pay dividends for clients and to the tune of millions of dollars. So it's absolutely incredible. So Maggie, let, let's talk about the importance of building our brand as a client, but even more importantly, building your brand as an individual. I think that's another thing that, that the industry seems to be getting away from. We, we seem to be very focused on corporate perspective, but we've lost a little bit of that, you know, building our brand as individuals. So when you think of this next chapter of your career, and I know you have big aspirations, you and I spent a lot of time talking. We, we didn't know each other for long prior to this, but we got to know each other really well. Tell us a little bit about what your plans are for your brokerage career. I've obviously worked with a lot of different types of brokers over the course of the last 10 years. And I think it ultimately will help me decide what kind of broker I want to be. And I think someone had mentioned this on the training calls that we had this week, but I, I ultimately think like when you're going through the process of being a broker, like you truly have to think about what kind of broker you want to be. Like to that end, I think I, I want to be a broker that clients trust, that underwriters trust, that has good relationships on both sides. And I think can maintain those relationships through any type of market cycle. I think I think all of that is super important. As far as building my brand, I think being honest and being very straightforward to the fullest extent possible, transparency is huge. I think those are all things that I've used in building my brand. And I think all of those things are going to help me in the brokerage world. Like I said, the only uh, missing piece here right now is Tim McAndrew. You both have had a chance to meet with Tim. Tim's been here for, I guess, two years now. He kind of was the first step towards building out that financial institution's private equity GPL practice. I know he was equally thrilled to see Dan join 
And then of course, Maggie, I know you and him have worked together for many years through your underwriting experience. So listen, we all know how important private equity and venture capital is. We all know that it takes a unique skill set and a certain type of passion to deliver those types of outcomes and results for clients. And I'm pretty confident at this point that we got it right here. And I'm really excited for what the future holds. Well, listen, thank you both for joining us. For those of you listening, if you're interested in reconnecting with Dan or speaking with Maggie or learning more about Alliant, you can visit our website at www.alliant.com. We look forward to having you back on the financial R&R at some point real soon. Thank you.